Hey guys, I'm Carrie and I'm Courtney and this is Bloom Podcasts. Welcome back, guys. I think we just need to hop right in and long time no talk. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, let's just address the elephant in the room. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I apologize, guys. Um, I was planning to do a solo episode or an episode with Logan last week because Carrie was out of town, mm-hmm. but I ended up feeling under the weather and it didn't happen. I was not feeling good, but I'm feeling better and we're back. Yes, we're back. And we apologize when- for the the pause the break that we did not tell you about we kind of ghosted you guys there for a sec but we're back and better than ever and um yeah I was gonna record when I found out that Courtney was sick and I just didn't feel like it so I decided not to we we had a nice little little, yeah and yeah it's okay to take breaks sometimes yeah even if they're not explained yeah or unplanned (laughs) yeah um, um, oh, I also want to mention, I do have a little bit of a, a cough still, so I apologize if I'm clearing my throat or coughing at any point during this episode. Um, I'll try to keep those to a minimum, but mm-hmm. it happens. So tell me about your last two weeks. Okay, I've got a lot to update everyone on. A lot. So, um, well, only one thing really, but I got a new job. Yes. Yay. So <laughs> I'm exciting. so excited. So I know I've mentioned in the past that my job was fully remote. So I worked 100% from home. Mm -hmm. With my new job, I'm going to be in more of a hybrid role. So I will still have some work from home days, which I'm excited about because I love the flexibility of working from home. And so a lot of that I will still have with my new job. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will also be able to connect with coworkers in a more, you know, structured environment. environment and be able to engage with them a little bit more easily than when you work remotely. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm excited to go to work in person and have to wear actual pants to work. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I have not worn like work pants in months so until long. my interview. Mm-hmm. It was weird putting on actual pants. I, I was like, I have worn sweatpants, pajama pants, shorts. Because mm-hmm. they literally only see you from the waist up. Really. Yeah. Or not even the waist, like... Yeah, that's just crazy. My like chest up, so mm-hmm. it's weird to wear pants. Um, <laughs> but my new job, I'm super excited about because there again is a lot of flexibility, but also they're very laid back. Mm-hmm. So there's not really a dress code. Of course, they expect that you're not going to show up to work in sweatpants every day, right? Um, but they don't really have any requirements as far as like business casual or anything you can do what feels right to you if that's jeans or business casual um so I like that it's just super laid back and everything of course I'll probably dress business casual every day except for Fridays but I'm still really excited about it and I don't know I'm just excited for new opportunities and to further my professional career so That's so awesome. I'm so glad we're able to share that. I know. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait to tell you guys how it goes. Um, The past week, I've been working from home for my new job, which there was a little bit of a delay with getting me into our systems. So I didn't get to start training until Thursday, really, because they got me in like late Wednesday. So I started on those things Thursday, worked on it Thursday and Friday. And then I have a few things to follow up, but I think I'm going to into the office for the first time tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited. So exciting. So happy for you. Anything else been going on? No, just Archie's growing like a weed. Oh, he escaped. Oh, um, yeah, there is a hole in the fence that I had not noticed before. And honestly, I really don't know how it happened um, because I've never noticed it before. And Archie could not have created that hole. Mm-hmm. 
but he did escape. Thankfully, I found him right after he got out of the fence. And mm-hmm. now he has a new piece of jewelry. <laughs> he now has a cute little air tag attached to his harness. It is very cute. Um, that way I can track him, which, of course, I'm not letting him out alone anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, um, he will him. always be on a leash. He will not be out without a leash anymore. But he also has that air tag for a little extra comfort for mom because I get anxious. Yeah, that's good. What about you? How's um, so your week been? I, like, as you guys know, I was um, out of town last weekend. I went to visit one of my friends that lives in Rome, Georgia, and we went to Alpharetta. And we just had a little girls weekend, and it was so great. Oh, that's nice. And honestly, like, I would totally move to Alpharetta. And really? Heartbeat. Yeah, it was, like, such a cute town. Um, I just really loved it, everything about it. It was, it was just adorable. Oh. And, um, but... All the real estate there is like super expensive. Oh, I already goodness, looked. Of course. <laughs> so, but um, it was fun to get away and have that time. And then also, um, Boston had his first public outing yesterday. Yes. He's been to the vet and he's been like here. We're at um, our parents' house today. So he's been here, but he's never been anywhere else. Right. Like, he just got his last round of shots last Friday, I guess. Uh-huh. Not this past Friday, but the week before. So he's fully vaccinated now and. He did really well. Like, I'm so proud of him. Of course, at first he was like overstimulated and there were other dogs there. And takes a minute to get used to things and calm down. Yes. And like little kids and a lot of people. And he just wants people to like love him. And obviously they do because he's so cute. Yes. One girl actually like came up to me and she said, "Um, I've been trying to convince my boyfriend to let me get one of those, like a a dog like him, like a Labradoodle. And her boyfriend was back there and I said, listen he's real cute but he's real bad so would not recommend (laughs) but um he did a great job and I'm so proud of him I can't wait to start taking him more places we'll have to have like some Archie Boston dates and like take them somewhere together yes they're a little bit rough when they play but they have a good time oh yeah they're both gonna gonna sleep sleep real good tonight Mm -hmm, for sure (laughs) um yeah other than that I've been feeling a little anxious lately don't know what's going on with that but um trying to get that under the control yeah. um but yeah that's been my last two weeks really mm-hmm. well um I guess we'll get into products and I have one that I'm excited to share mm-hmm. and I hope that a lot of you are excited about this too so a little backstory and I love how I give a backstory for every single that's thing okay. that I talk about I wanted to buy like a stainless steel soap a few years ago mm-hmm. because I, I like to cook and I cook with onions and garlic a lot. And everyone knows when you're chopping up onion or garlic, for sure, that scent stays on your hands. Like it doesn't matter yes. how many times you wash them, it sticks. Yeah. It's just there. Uh-huh. And you have to just like come to terms with the fact that your hands are going to smell like garlic for a week. Mm-hmm. And so I had seen that if you buy like a stainless steel soap bar and wash your hands with it, that it takes the scent out. And so Logan and I, we went to the Lodge um, Cast Iron Museum that just opened in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We posted a real cute picture of Archie on it and they actually and reposted, they reposted it. it. He's famous. So uh, <laughs> feel free to go check that out. Um, 
if you haven't already. But when we were there, we saw that they had stainless steel soap bars. So I was like, Logan, we have to get one because I've been wanting one of these. Yeah. And it really works. Really? Yes. It's amazing. so So you can buy them. I've already linked one on my Amazon storefront. And of course, we'll share it on the Instagram this week. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be running the Instagram. So we'll make our little graphic and have a picture of it and a link where you can purchase it if you need it. It's definitely a must for everyone's kitchen, in my opinion. Um, I know... I think if you have a stainless steel sink, same concept, you could just rub your hands against it and it would take the scent out. Interesting. Um, But for those of you who don't, or if you don't want to rub your hands on the sides of your sink, because I know sometimes our sinks are icky, Mm -hmm. just grab your soap bar and of course it doesn't lather up. It feels a little bit weird, honestly, like rubbing it between your hands because Mm -hmm. it's just a bar of stainless steel, but you rub it up between your hands and run them underwater at the same time. That's cool. So you use it like you would a bar of soap and I'm literally rubbing my hands right now, so I apologize for the sound. (laughs) but uh yeah she is but yeah you just use it like you would a regular bar of soap and then you're done I've never heard of this before but I'm always super self-conscious because I feel like when I cook and if the recipe or whatever calls for garlic I I use like more than what they say oh yeah like I love there's really no limit on Mm -hmm. how much garlic you can use and my hands I feel I always say to people which maybe they're not cooking with fresh garlic but I'm like don't your hands just like smell like garlic for like days? They do. And it doesn't matter if you shower, wash your hands immediately. Like they always smell. And see, I don't know about you, but I get kind of weirded out. I know this is probably so crazy, but when I do that and wash my, or wash my hands and the garlic scent doesn't come out, I still feel weird about like touching things because I'm like, that's going to smell like garlic. The smell is on my hands and it makes me feel like my hands aren't clean. Yeah, you know? and I feel like everybody smells it. And they're like, ew. And they're like, why do you smell it? Like, you have garlic scent coming from your pores, which, I mean, yeah. I guess if you eat enough garlic. Then. Right. But, but, but yeah, I once I get done cooking with onion or garlic, I'll just wash my hands really quick with that. Takes I'm, I'm right literally going to buy one. You should, for Going real. to your Amazon storefront yeah. immediately. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Yeah. It's so nice. Um, I really like it. And they're super cheap. Like, you can find them for under $10. Oh, that'd be perfect. Um, a lot of times you can find them under $5. So, mm-hmm. it just depends on which one you buy. I know I put, I think, a reasonably priced one on my Amazon storefront. And I think it has a little holder. So, perfect. I thought that was nice. Yep. Going to definitely buy that. Good addition to your kitchen, guys. So. For sure. Um, okay, so I've been using a new product. It's a makeup product, so guys, sorry about that. Or, I mean, if you're a guy and you like to wear makeup, this Go for you it. might like it. Um, I've been using this for a while. I got it back during 21 Days of Beauty, and I don't even remember when that was. Like, it's been a while, right? I think it was August, September. Yeah, so a couple months. Yeah. And <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I've been using it, trying it out, trying it out with different um, products underneath, and... I'll just go ahead and say what it is. It's the KVD Beauty Good Apple Lightweight Full Coverage Cream Foundation Balm. That's a long A balm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is it like a wipe your makeup sponge in it balm or is it like a stick balm? Okay, so it's um it's kinda like a compact mm-hmm. and I use it with a brush. Oh, okay. Like a thick kabuki type yeah. brush. Like um, a really dense brush that Yes, and I can also put I'll put these on my Amazon storefront or a link from Like to Know It or something. And I'll also link the brush that I I that forgot I you were well. proof for Like to Know It. Yeah, I'm on both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can link all the things. Um, but yeah, so I've been using it and it, I found it works best with like an oil-based 
moisturizer. Sorry about uh-huh. the dogs, guys. <laughs> wow. I mean, I feel like we just apologize for the dogs every time. Yeah. There are four dogs outside. Mine, I don't know if you can hear them, but... One of mine, Courtney's, and then the two yappers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, anyways, so I didn't think that I would like this. But uh-huh. you know, the older I get, the more I've been trying to steer, aware, steer away from more mattifying products yeah. and drying things. Because my skin used to be super oily. But now as I get older, like I get fine lines and stuff like that. So I'm trying to look more youthful, but I'll just take get that moisture. Yes. Get that moisture. Get that oil on my face. I'll just take my little brush and like kind of stipple it onto my face and a little bit goes a long way. And it is definitely full coverage. I think Whitney used to use this Whitney Simmons. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, obviously I always said it because I'm, I'm going to be oily, but I love it. I really do. And it does, I mean, it does feel like... Are you wearing it today? I'm not wearing it today. I'm not wearing any foundation today. I was about to say, your skin looks really good, so that's crazy that you're not wearing any foundation today. Um, But no, yeah, it's really super good. I use, um, I've been using my, let's see, what moisturizer have I been using with it? Earth Harbor Siren Silk Uh underneath, because it's more of like an oil base. And I've heard, I think I've talked about this in the past couple weeks, but like if you're using an oil-based foundation, you need to use an oil-based moisturizer. Otherwise, your products are not going to layer well. They're not going to last as long. So, makes sense because, like, yeah. oil and water don't they mix. They don't mix. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I love it. It's awesome. I've been using it for a while. I normally only use it, like, when I'm going out or mm-hmm. sometimes I'll put it on for work. I think it's pretty expensive. But so far, I mean, like, I've used it a lot and I still have plenty. Wow. So that's awesome. The packaging is kind of, like, not the greatest. It's, like, a clear compact. So, it can get kind of messy. Kind of icky. And it feels cheap, like it's plastic, but that doesn't really bother me. Right. But yeah, love it so much. Do you have you been watching anything? Haven't been reading anything, which I know you didn't ask that, but because it's <laughs> not not common for me to read anything. But I did want to mention I bought the hardcover copy of Verity because I want to read the you know extra chapter. Okay, let's read it together. Yes, let's do it this, this week. week. <laughs> yep, <laughs> because I bought it as well the day that it came out. And I was like, do I reread this? And I'm sitting there thinking, I literally just read this book in January. I think I read it, like, when we were sick. Yeah, you did. Like, I literally just read it. it So, it's pretty fresh on my mind. Like, I still remember a lot from the book. So, I think we should just read the chapter and be done with it. But I didn't have a copy of Verity anyway. So, I wanted a copy of it. Yeah, I did too. My copy was on my Kindle. And Mm -hmm. so, I wanted a hard copy of it. Yeah. Just because I think it's a must-have in my library. So, let's read it this week. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I think that would be good. I also bought It Starts With Us, mm-hmm. um, Loved It Ends With Us, and I haven't started either of them yet. I just got them yesterday. So um, hopefully going to be reading some soon. Good. But as far as watching, this week, Logan and I watched The Watcher on Netflix. Gosh, everybody is talking about this. Everybody is talking about it. And it was ranked number one on Netflix this week. And so I convinced Logan to watch it. He didn't really want to at first because he's not a super big, like, fan of spooky, scary kind of things. Um, I like thrillers, but he's not super into that. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was surprised that he was willing to watch it, but he just kind of did it because I made him. You asked him to. (laughs) (laughs) And so he actually was not very engaged in the first episode, but after like midway through the first episode, he was hooked and he finished it before I did actually. Um, And I think he finished the entire series in a day. 
Wow. Yeah. There's only like seven episodes, um, but we we watched it, the full series this week, mm-hmm. and the ending kind of ruined it for us, but I still think it's worth the watch, and it was really, really good. Is that and, what Uncle Mike was talking about early, yes. earlier? The ending? Is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the ending is... Yeah, the ending is disappointing, but it's, I think if you know the true story, because The Watcher is based on a true story. Okay. I will say the series is loosely based on the actual events. Okay. Um, Because they're very loosely based. They completely changed some of the things. The key concepts are still kind of there, mm-hmm. but they definitely adjusted some of the, the things Um, but the ending's kind of rough, but it's still very interesting. Mm -hmm. And after you watch it, if you haven't already and aren't familiar with, I don't know the exact address, like 657, whatever, um, go and research the actual story because it's really kind of creepy because this actually happened. Like there was actually a watcher and he was actually sending letters to this house. Wow. Um, Another thing that I wanted to mention just while I'm on the topic of like thrillers and like crime, like true crime things. um, I don't know if you've ever heard of like murder on the high bridge, the murders of Abby and Libby in Delphi or Delphi, Mm -mm. Indiana happened like five years ago. Um, I listened to the Crime Junkies episode. It, I think it's called Murder on the Honon, Honon, Manon, something, Highbridge in Indiana where Libby and Abby were found dead. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually made an arrest in connection with the murders, which is crazy because it's been five years and they mm-hmm. haven't really released much information. They've kept a lot of things secret because of how traumatic this was and like things just don't happen like that in this town. And, well, I say that, you know, but they made an arrest in connection with their murders. Um, I know not a lot is known about that arrest at this time, but the fact that they made an arrest is huge because it's been five years. And I know the police in that town are planning a press conference. If you're listening to this on Monday, it's today, Monday at 10 a.m. I don't know what time zone that is for. I'm guessing Indiana's. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm definitely going to be tuning in and trying to keep up with like updates on that because I want to know if like what set them off, like how they knew. Mm-hmm. Apparently neighbors said that they were digging through a burn pile. Mm-hmm. At his house, and then they arrested him at work like a couple days later. Oh, wow. The neighbors didn't think anything was going on, and then this guy who really doesn't have like a record or anything and has a wife and children was... Oh, my gosh. And where was this? Uh, Delphi, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. But the like actual murders, if you haven't researched that, it's also very crazy, and apparently there were a lot of like... They knew that the killer left like a lot of signatures on the crime scene like their bodies were trigger warning this is kind of graphic but their bodies were placed in an interesting way that was like oh and um the killer took some things from the crime scene and also left like some signatures at the crime scene Mm. so i don't know that this guy has if this was his first time doing something like this but it Mm -hmm. doesn't sound that way so i hope that this doesn't lead to more discoveries like this but I don't know chilling yeah that is very chilling um I did want to mention you know a few weeks ago when we when you talked about that serial killer in California yeah. they actually caught him oh really yeah I didn't I'm, pretty know that. Sh- I'm pretty sure it's the same one that you were talking about because I was at the nail salon getting my nails done <laughs> and um I was actually facing away from the tv and like talking with my nail tech and uh-huh. then I heard 
behind me about the California serial killer that you had mentioned. And I was like, oh my God. And so like, I'm literally like breaking my neck oh. trying to turn around. And I think, I'm pretty sure that they caught yeah. him. Says a um, suspect in the six slayings was arrested. Yes. Um, I guess like last weekend. Yeah. Um, They arrested him early Saturday morning on the 19th, linking him to the murder of five men in Stockton and one in Oakland. Mm-hmm. He was apparently out hunting for another victim. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Very scary. But I did want to mention that. I've got chills. Um, yeah. And also, before I talk about what I've been... Are you finished talking about yes. what you're Okay. <laughs> before I talk about that, happy Halloween, guys. <laughs> I guess it fits that I was talking uh, about some spooky. Yeah, it like, really scary, like made me think of that. I'm things. like, oh my gosh, today or tomorrow when you hear this, if you are listening on Monday... It is going to be Halloween. So happy yeah, Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> hope you guys have a great time. Hope you have. Hope you enjoyed awesome... my little. Um, I hope that true you crime out. segment. Yeah, I was like really invested into that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for going off on a tangent, but That's I guess okay. I'm just in the Halloween spirit. You know, true crime. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have said Happy Halloween at the beginning of the episode, but that's okay, guys. It's okay. Okay, so things I've been watching and reading. Yes. First, I wanted to start off by saying, I know I've talk, talk, talked about Tell Me Lies already, the uh-huh. show on uh, Hulu. I watched the season finale this past week, and oh, my word. Wow. Um, I, I, read the, I read the book before, like, years ago, like four years ago or something like that. And but that's I mean, I don't remember anything from that book. And the ending shocked me. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a season two, which I'm not sure how that's going to work, considering the fact that there's only one book. Really don't know. Um, But it was really good. Love that. And then I um, ended up watching this show called The Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO Max. I think I've heard of this, too. I think I've like heard commercials for it. Probably so. Um, I was just like looking up things to watch because I was bored one day and I got off work early and that popped up and I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Like it kind of gave me Sex in the City vibes because it's for centered around four girls that Mm -hmm. are starting college. So I was like, maybe it's going to be like Sex in the City. It was a little bit like Sex in the City, but just goofier. Like it's just like super goofy and like mindless. Um, I finished the whole season in a day. That's okay. And, um, there's season two, I think is being released sometime like mid November or something Mm -hmm. like that. So if you're on the lookout for like a mindless, goofy show, I would not recommend for anyone very young, (laughs) but, um, it was, it was good. And like a, I guess kind of like a breath of fresh air because it was just yeah. like so mindless. That's cool. And then as far as reading goes, um, I have been reading. I don't know if I talked about this before, but I did read It Ends With Us. I reread it. Mm-hmm. And in preparation for It Starts With Us. And I did read It Starts With Us and finish it. And it was good. Not as good as the first book, but... That's to be expected, It's Colleen Hoover, so it was still really good. And then I also started a new book by Stephen King. Ooh. out of my comfort zone. Uh, because I, I've only read one Stephen King book before, and that was The Outsider, and I only read that because I watched the HBO show, and I love Jason Bateman. But that book was really good. But I started Fairy Tale, okay, because it was highly recommended by my friend Lisa at, or she's a CRNA, and she like just kept on like complimenting this book, and I was like, oh my gosh, well I have to get it now. Yeah. So I started reading it, and of course his books are super long. Like I think the audiobook is like 24 hours. Wow. So um, I'm slowly making my way through that, and it's pretty good so far. Right. I like it. Kind of creepy, but it's good. I like okay, it. Okay, so all of that 
we're back, guys. We're back. And <laughs> I'm super excited about it. But today we will be talking about something that is like personal, yeah. kind of. Something that me and Courtney have both been through in the yeah. past. And a lot of people go through this. A lot of this. people go through this. It's very common. I wish I would have known how common it was when I was going through it because it's hard. It's very hard. Uh, friend breakups. That's yeah. what we're going to be discussing today. And I think, you know, when you're young, you really just don't like expect it to ever happen to you. You're like, no. no. And I think we've talked about, we talked about this during my uh, 20 things I learned in my 20s episode. Yeah. Um, and I think we've mentioned it here and there, you know. Yeah. And you just never think it's going to happen to you until it does. Yeah. And then it's kind of hard to navigate it. So we're kind of just going to talk about things that let you know you're not alone and also like it's completely normal. Yes. And it's normalizing okay. this because like I said it was something that I did not know happened mm-hmm. really even though you had kind of experienced it Carrie it was still just like so weird to me and I don't know I just didn't realize that this happened to a lot of people mm-hmm. and it really does you know. I mean I your teachers like, try to warn you. Yeah they do. And you're like no never us <laughs> like you would ne- we'll never leave each other's side yeah we'll never break up bfs best friends forever whatever yeah not true not always you <laughs> not, know not for some all some people have lifetime friends and friends that are you know friends from kindergarten and mm-hmm. oh my gosh 400 years later <laughs> but not everybody <clears throat> yeah for sure do you want to get us started today so again we just want to kind of normalize this and first i wanted to kind of do some comparing and contrasting talking about friend breakups compared to romantic relationship breakups Mm -hmm. because like the platonic versus romantic breakups are very similar but also very very different Mm -hmm. and so the first thing that I really wanted to mention is that you know a lot of times friend breakups are much more complicated Mm -hmm. a lot more Like, it's definitely something, I don't know, it's so hard to explain because you'll have, you can have friends, like, especially, like, in my early 20s or, like, you know, late teen years when I was going into college or even, like, before I met Tyler, you know, you date all these different people. Yeah. And... Not that I dated like a million people. That sounded really awful, y'all. <laughs> no, but like it's normal you to, do, to yeah, date and to stuff. date all these people, and you know those boyfriends like come and go, yeah. and and you most s- of some the time, sting a little bit more than yeah, others. Some do, like depending on how long you were with them or you know whatever. But um, most of the time, like by the time you're in college, you have kind of like a friend, yeah, or a friend group that yes. you're solid, solid friend group. Like your go-to group of people. Yes, and they're like the first person that you want to talk to your new boyfriend or whatever about. Mm -hmm. And then they're the first person you want to talk to when that ends. And so, like, they kind of see you go through a bunch of things. A lot of changes. Mm -hmm. Not just with relationships, but in yourself. You know, like, thinking about what a different person I was from high school to college and now out of college. Like, Mm -hmm. your friends see you through a lot. Yeah, Exactly. And honestly, like I, for me personally, um, it was, it's super hard. Like I went through some bad breakups, but I think the worst breakups that I had were the ones with my friends from high school Mm -hmm. because of the things that I thought that 
like when teachers would tell me like this is gonna happen prepare yourself like I was like no no like I never believed it yeah and so I think not being prepared Mm -hmm. and it being like your first true friend breakup yeah that one stings the most yes for sure because because that's before you realize that you know sometimes people come and go Mm mm-hmm from your life, you know, friends come and go, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. There are friends that stay, but, you know, they kind of come and go. And so I think your first friend breakups are the worst. Because, mm-hmm. again, you're not expecting it. You're like, oh, no, we're BFF. We're going to be friends forever. And you really think forever. And you make all these plans for the future just mm-hmm. like you would in, like, a romantic relationship. I know exactly. it sounds kind of weird comparing the two. But really just like you talk well, you think with about, a significant other about what you want for the future, like hopes, dreams, wedding plans, mm-hmm. what you want as far as like if you want a family, if you mm-hmm. want dogs, cats, what you're going to have, a ha- like where you're going to live, what kind mm-hmm. of house you're going to have, what kind of cars. Mm-hmm. You kind of do the same thing with your friends. You're like, oh, you know, we'll do this at the same time. Like we'll get married at this age and then, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have and kids you'll be around in my this wedding. age. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, I, you're going to be my bridesmaids and like my sister's going to be my maid of honor and we like mm-hmm. made all these plans and we're talk like you talk about oh who's gonna be the first one to get married who's mm-hmm. gonna be the first one to have kids and mm-hmm. yeah all those things brings uh-huh. like so many memories. I know it really does <laughs> um but yeah I think you know for me uh, I think me and Courtney kind of went through very similar yes. situations like we I were agree. a part of a friend group when we were in high school and um into college yeah and um unfortunately that my friend group, I kind of like, I don't like, they're all still friends, but yeah. I'm no longer really friends with them. Yeah. Same That's with my not to group. say that I don't wish the be- absolute best for all of them. Like yeah. I, I truly do. Like I have nothing bad to say about any of them. Like, I think it was just like, you know, you're young and like the circumstances are just difficult yeah. and, um, there's nothing you know, that I can say that they did versus what I did that I'm saying like, that's why the friendship ended. It just ended and that's okay. And that happens. And like, like I said, like I wish nothing but the best Mm -hmm. from them for them. And, um, but like after I kind of like stopped hanging out with that group, I still kind of hung out with one girl that was a part of that group. Mm Mm-hmm. And we came, became very close. This is getting really personal, and I'm not gonna call out any names or anything. I'm yeah. sure if you, if people know me, they know. Yeah, if you know the situation, you of know, course you know, you know like, who I'm talking about specifically. But someone asked me the other day, and I did not expect to get this personal. But you know what? It's like a personal experience, and we talk about everything. There are no, yeah. we're nothing is off limits here. So someone asked me about this friendship the other day, and they were like, "Hey, like, do you still talk to such and such?" And I was like, "No, I, I don't. Um, we don't talk anymore." at all and like there have been the occasional like happy birthday text or whatever like that but never like any plans that were made to reconcile anything you know I think we tried to reconcile things several times and it just didn't work out yeah and that's okay that's okay too it happens and they were like oh okay well why you know you know what why would you why are y'all not friends or why don't y'all talk and I'm like I don't you know it just it is what it is. And like, I literally told that person, I was like, I wish absolutely nothing but the best for this girl. Like, yeah. I don't like she, I hope that she gets everything that she's ever wanted. I hope she has a happy life. And, and I, I still love her. And if she reached out to me and she was like, listen, I need 
something or yeah. I need you, I need to talk to you or, you know, or if she reached out and she was like, let's, let's go for coffee or something. I'll absolutely go. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that I've just like sworn off on these people because I haven't. No, I feel the same way. And I think a lot of that is because a part of us is always going to like miss them mm-hmm. and the presence that they had in our lives. And I know we're getting all up in our feels today. But it's true. It's just like, you know, I feel like sometimes with romantic relationships that don't work out, you wonder sometimes like, what if, what could have, what could have been. And it's the same thing with friendships that don't work out. You're like, Mm -hmm. man, if we were still friends, like where would we be today? And like, Mm -hmm. you know, what if they, what if they needed something? Like you absolutely would do whatever. Like Mm -hmm. there, even if it's, an ugly breakup because mm-hmm. that happens too. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of forget about all the 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 ugliness, and you're just you know there. Yeah, yeah. You miss you miss the presence that they had in your life, and I think it's okay to. Mm-hmm. But again, kind of the same as what you were saying. I wish my previous friends all the happiness in the world. I hope that they get everything like you said that they've ever wanted, and it's tough, but. It happens. It, it really does. does. It does. And I'm not going to get any more personal because <laughs> there are things that I could say or like want to say, but I don't think that, you know, it needs to be shared. Yeah. No, one thing I wanted to say, um, kind of on the same lines of platonic versus romantic, just like how when you have a breakup with a romantic partner, you avoid them like the plague after, oh you know, and like that first sighting of them stinks, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. oh, like after a breakup, so oh, it hurts oh. so bad when you see someone that you were romantically involved with in person for the mm-hmm. first time. And you're like, oh gosh. And like, it's that like pain in your heart and you're like, and you, oh, you like, want to say, well, hey, or you want to be like, oh, hey, like you want to wave. And it's like so incredibly awkward. It's, I do want to share. I do want to share a personal experience with yeah. this because it, it, it is exactly how you explain it. And it was after the person that I'm, you know, I've been talking about specifically because the the friends that I was with and like friends with in high school, like our friendship happened very like freshly out of um, high school, I mm-hmm. would say, like probably freshman year, I guess. Mm-hmm. And but then this girl kind of stuck around and she was there, you know, when I met Tyler and all of this stuff. Well, I will never forget, like, we had our little falling out, mm-hmm. and I will never forget the first time I saw her. I was with Tyler. We were mm-hmm. out, and I remember seeing her, and I just, like, felt, like, this huge weight yeah, on my chest. Hurts. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't think I can breathe. <laughs> yeah. And I was, like, freaking out, and, like, there were several occasions throughout the night, and this all sounds very immature looking back now, because, like... Like I said, I've changed so much over the yeah. past several years. And We've back grown then, a lot I've, since then. Yeah. So, like, I'm standing there, and I'd always been, like, the quieter of the two of us. And we, you know, we pat, we would pass or whatever. No eye contact was made ever. And then I remember specifically I was standing outside looking into the door towards the front. And I could see her, mm-hmm. and she was about to leave. And I was sitting there talking to Tyler, and I was like oh my God, she's going to leave. She's going to leave and she's not going to talk to me at all. And I said, if I don't, like, if I don't talk to her now, I'll I'll never talk to her again. And I know I won't. And he said, I said, I feel like I need to talk to her. And he was like, if you feel like you need to talk to her, go talk to her. And I was like, I don't know if I can. Like, what if she 
rejects me? Like, what if she doesn't want to hear from me or like turns me away or whatever? And I just freaked out. And then he was like, go talk to her. And so I did. And at that point, it was just like a huge weight was lifted because it was just like we've had all this lost time. Mm -hmm. And looking back on it, it was like the most ignorant thing that we both could have done. I mean, on my part, I feel like it was ignorant. I don't know how she feels about it. But I just remember that um, I knew at that moment that I had to talk to her. I would never hear from her or speak to her again. And so we talked. And obviously, we were both like, we didn't know what to say, really. But we were like it's okay, like, whatever, and we ended up hanging out the rest of the night, and, you know, we tried to, like, like I said, we tried to reconcile things and make things work, and we, you know, would go, we went out to dinner one time, I think there was an occasion where um, my old friend group, like, we all kind of got back together, and we went out to dinner in Birmingham, that was nice, Um, and like I said, I wish nothing but the best for those Mm -hmm. girls, but it's just, they're, it it just didn't work out, just like, a romantic relationship sometimes doesn't work out. Yeah. See, no, I had a similar experience and I don't know if you remember this, Carrie, because you were there, but it was one of the first times that I saw one of my, Oh my gosh, I remember it. Previous friends. And we were out in public and we were shopping. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing (gasps) them and I think that they like waved or said, Hey, or something. And I was like on the verge of tears like I had that weight on my chest like you described like I felt like I was about to cry Mm -hmm. and so I I like said hey and then I like took beeline for the door it was me I remember I snapped at mom and she got like kind of upset and then you were like no she's like Courtney's going through it right now she's upset yeah and then I I think that was the first time yeah you had like really felt the things that I'd felt because my my this was like not that long ago that your occurrence I don't know it was a few like a year years or ago two? oh no probably like it um, wasn't that long probably two maybe I think two years okay well um maybe no that would have been 2020 no it was like three years ago three years ago yeah wow yeah um I do remember that very vividly and that's crazy at that, that point like I had already been through yeah. all of the things that I'd been through and so you knew what I was feeling yeah Yeah. I knew exactly how you were feeling and it's so hard because it's it was hard for me to see you go through that because I know how hard that is just like I'm sure it was hard for our friends like I'm sure they felt the same things I would hope so because there's a lot of time and memories and stuff like that but um I would hope that like they had some feelings towards mm -hmm. it too and like kind of some hurt feelings you know Yeah. yeah because in a way you're kind of you're experiencing a loss you know Mm -hmm. and I know it's not like the loss of a loved one who passes or anything like that like you really can't compare the two they're completely different they are but but it it is is a loss loss because they're no longer in your life and you kind of have to learn to cope with that loss and knowing that they are still like physically on this earth but not a part of your life which is oh that got really deep really fast I know it's hard it, it really is. is and I and I tr- feel like I tried so hard to like prepare you for that yeah. those things without like saying blatantly like this might happen to you or yeah. very well could happen to you um but yeah it, it was super hard to like see you go through that yeah. because I knew exactly yeah how you were feeling and see even though I feel like you you definitely did 
kind of prepare me for that. You really can't prepare for something like this because it's one of those things that you just kind of have to experience it for yourself. And like, I've, I think I've talked in the past about like timelines on these types of things. Like you can't put a timeline on it. Like it is still like a type of loss. Yes. And you know, it's going to take some time to, to cope with it and to get to a place where you feel okay with what happened. And even though a lot of times you may not have all of the answers, like knowing mm-hmm. like, okay, it's okay that they're not in my life anymore. Right. And, you know, just kind of coming to terms with that. I feel like that's kind of a journey that you have to, to go on by yourself sometimes. And I do think it's important to normalize it and know that it's definitely something that you can experience as much as you don't want it to be. Yeah. And as much as you think it won't happen to you, it can. Yeah. I hope it it doesn't. I hope that none of you ever experience something Mm -hmm. like this, but it definitely And it doesn't only happen like with friends that are in high school. Like it can happen to people that you went to college with or people that you had jobs with or worked with. Any friends. Anything like that. And that, you know, the main thing that I wanted to say about that is like not everyone is going to be in your life forever. Yeah. Okay. Courtney's got a good quote on this. We've said it before on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and the, plug it right here. <laughs> some people come into your life for a reason. You know, some people come into your life for a season and then there are people that come into your life for a lifetime. So mm-hmm. I think that people say like, we all have friends for a reason, friends for a season and then friends for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I think that applies to anybody in your life, even right. if it's a romantic relationship, you know, like things happen. Right. Um. So just knowing that not everyone who comes into your life is there forever. Mm -hmm. I know that's hard to, again, kind of come to terms with, but just Mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, even if they're just a part of your life temporarily, that doesn't mean that, you know, they aren't important. You know, it's, they're a part of your story still. Exactly. Um, I think that those for the first friend breakups are obviously the hardest mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then you go through like you know different times in your life and and your friend groups and friends sometimes transition with that you know exactly as you change the people that are around you will sometimes change mm-hmm. that's so true um but like you know you I met some friends in college that I no longer speak to. There was never like break, like a breakup, but it's just like, you kind of just lose contact. Yeah. And that's okay too. Like it doesn't have to be this huge dramatic, you know, experience that you go through. Like sometimes you just lose touch. Yeah. And that's okay. Like I've learned that since I've been done with like undergrad and also after PA school, like I had some friends, not, I wouldn't say like super close friends, but people that I studied with or people that you felt close to at the time. Yeah. And you know, you try to keep in contact with these people, you know, but you all move in different directions. Like a lot of my classmates were not from Alabama. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they moved to Georgia or, you know, move to another part of the state. And so it doesn't have to be this big dramatic yeah yeah nothing has to happen sometimes it just happens like it just they the friendship just ends and a lot of times it's a gradual you know transition Mm -hmm. but sometimes it just you know things fizzle out you know (laughs) yeah yeah um another thing I kind of wanted to mention is I think I mentioned this in Andrew's episode the fact that like you're gonna be the bad guy in someone's story oh yeah 
And that's inevitable and something that you can't necessarily control because everyone is going to form their, unfortunately, everyone is going to form their own opinion Mm -hmm. of you regardless of what you do or, and they, they see, they only see it from their point of view. They can't see it from your point of view and vice versa. Like you can't see it from their point of view. And so like, you don't understand why they think that you're the bad guy, but just know in their eyes, you are the yeah. bad guy and you are the reason that these things happen. Yeah. And like, we have no control over how others perceive things mm-hmm. and people's perceptions are different. You know, we're all yeah, going to have everyone a is entitled to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I certainly know that there are probably people in this world that think I'm just like an awful yeah. human being. And that is probably okay. <laughs> yeah. Same with me. Because I mean, <clears throat> at the end of the day, you know, they don't truly know me. They don't yeah. know why I make the decisions that I've made or why I've acted the way that I've acted in the past or not that I'm excusing any behavior that I've had, but, but it's you know. just, it, you know, it's yeah. inevitable. You're, you're not going to be the good guy in everyone's story. You're going to be the bad guy and that's okay too. Yeah. And I think just kind of recognizing your own faults mm-hmm. in relationships is important Yes, because looking back now, you know, it's not easy at first because you kind of turn a blind eye to things that you've done and you Absolutely. focus on the things that others have done to you. And it's yeah. hard to like, which say, is the same thing that they would do naturally. Yeah. Cause you yeah. want to protect yourself. Your first thought is like, um, well, what about me? Like, yeah, this isn't my fault. Like I didn't do this. Yeah. But then like a lot of times when people go to therapy or something like that, like sometimes you learn, yeah. like Megan said before, I'll know I reference our episodes all the time but it's because I just love our podcast so much and I listen to all of them all the time but I know Megan said like sometimes you are the bad guy yeah and even if it's you hard to to recognize that yeah. but mm-hmm. just kind of taking a step back or walking through these things with a therapist or someone you trust you know learning that you we aren't perfect unfortunately and no. we make mistakes every single day absolutely and sometimes those mistakes have an impact on those around us even if we mm-hmm. don't think that they do you know, ultimately most of our choices are going to have some sort of effect on people around us and people that we care about. Yeah. And so it's hard sometimes to step back and say like, oh, well, you know, that's something that I did that, you know, I may have, I may have could have done that differently or I may have, mm-hmm. you know, I, maybe I shouldn't have said that or maybe yeah. I shouldn't have acted that way. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also important like not to excuse your behavior. Yeah. Um, even though we do like, we're constantly learning and growing and becoming like the person that we're ultimately going to end up being, Mm -hmm. I think like really owning up to like your faults in the and whatever Mm -hmm. happened in the relationship and the breakup, um, and not just like placing all the blame on someone else. Like you can't, you you can't be like, well, I did this, but they no. no, like you had to take responsibility for what you did. Yeah. And that be enough. That doesn't mean you have to like reach out to these people and be like, oh, by the way, like I remember 10 years ago or, you know, you don't whatever. Have, yeah, you don't have to you go don't and apologize to, for things that happened 10 years ago. Like that's water under the bridge at this point. It, at this point, it's, but you know, knowing and like, done. you know, I'm not perfect. And unfortunately I made these decisions and I can see why that would upset someone mm-hmm. or I can see why, you know, this might've caused some tension there, you know? Yeah. Try to like put yourself in their shoes and think about the way that you made them feel even if it doesn't feel logical to you it doesn't have to because yeah not everyone same thing with like we've mentioned before like anxiety and stuff like that it doesn't make sense to someone from the outside looking in yeah but from the inside it like is there yeah you know so yeah I think that's important yeah to do. for sure um and then lastly <laughs> let's end it on a high note yes 
Um, you're going to make new friends. Yeah. And it may take a while. And it may take a while. Um, I know, like, I made friends in college. Those friendships, like, I don't speak with any of those people anymore. But then, you know, you go through different seasons of life mm-hmm. and you get a new job or you go back to college. You get yes. your master's, master's degree. Then you start another job after that. You're going to meet people throughout your life. And honestly, like, you'll you'll have different friends for different things. Like, yeah. I have friends that I hardly ever talk to, but every time we see each other, it's like we picked up and no time is lost. Yeah. And neither one of us have any, like, hard feelings towards each other for the time that is spent between each of our encounters. Yeah. Because we both know that we have lives, you know? Yeah. And... That's, you know, I have friends that are married and friends that have kids and friends that are older, like a lot older than me. And we're all in different areas of life, but we still, you know, we will make time for those people and we'll try to still have contact with them. Mm -hmm. And even if you just have one friend, that is okay. Because there for a while I did, I only had one friend, um, not including Courtney. I mean, Courtney's always been my friend, obviously. <laughs> but, like, one friend outside of family. Yeah. And Well, I know I've mentioned on the podcast before, too. Um, I think maybe during your episode um, for your 30th birthday, the 20 lessons that she learned in her 20s, uh-huh. um, that I would much rather have four, four. shiny quarters than a hundred dingy pennies. <laughs> Denny pennies. <laughs> Dingy pennies. No. Sorry, guys. I have been mixing up my words so much lately. Remember, I messed that <laughs> Y'all. up. I, 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 I said that quote. And I said, I would rather have four quarters than a hundred shiny pennies. Yeah. Rather like that. No, I would rather have four shiny, shiny quarters, quarters than a hundred dingy pennies. Um, no, I have been mixing up my words lately. And I know we're in the middle of an episode, but I just had to mention this because it was funny. Yesterday, Logan and I were driving and... We saw someone that had Christmas decorations up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh wow. my gosh. Dedication. They have Christmas decorations. And I was like, that's crazy. But I said, they have Christmas derocations. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a word. I was like, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> I had a stroke. <laughs> I literally said, oh my gosh, Logan, they have Christmas derocations. And I was like, oh. He was like, are you okay? What is wrong with you? That's not a word. See, yeah. Um, yeah, four shiny quarters. Yeah. Then a hundred dingy pennies. Yes. For sure. And, and I still feel that way. Like I mm-hmm. I feel like uh I, I still feel like, you know, obviously you're uh, there are still gonna be different times in my life, like different things that I go through or whatever, but I do feel like I found like a solid group of friends and yeah. that we all relate on a different level you mm-hmm. know what I mean like we all have different things that we're interested in that kind of brings us together yeah and I hope that my current friends will all be in my life for ever forever and for a long time I really do um but you know if they're not that's okay yeah and I think the things that I went through in my early to mid or like I guess my late teens and to into my mid-20s are super important for me to like look back on you know learn from those things mm-hmm. And just give myself a little bit of grace and, I don't know, just continue loving the people Mm -hmm. that love me and reaching out to them and making time for them and let that be enough. Yeah. Um, On that, 
those kind of same lines. I wanted to just mention, like, appreciate the people that are present in your Mm -hmm. life. And I think it's important. I'm really bad about reaching out to people and keeping in touch. I don't know why, but that's always been an area where I struggle. Like, I struggle Mm -hmm. with touching base with people and, like, checking in on people. I'm still, I'm, I'm like that as well. So, check in on the people that are important to you. Even if it's just today, like you're thinking about that person that means a lot to you that you haven't talked to in a while, send them a message today Mm -hmm. and just be like, Hey, I'm thinking of you. I Mm -hmm. hope you're doing okay. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's important to check in on the people that you care about and really appreciate the presence that they have in your life and just appreciating that they're there when you need them. Even if you don't talk to them every day and even if you don't, you know, see each other that often, just like appreciating that they're there and, Mm-hmm. you know, letting them know that you care. Yes, for sure. And I want to mention as well, um, <laughs> I have the tendency when I'm feeling overwhelmed, super anxious, going through something, there is one specific friend and I don't know why I do this. I feel like I only do this with her, but I will, I tend to pull away. Courtney's choking. <clears throat> I'm good. Thank the Lord. Um, But I tend to pull away from her. And I think it's because she's been through a lot. And I know that she's been through a lot. So I don't want to like be a Debbie Downer and like bring her down because she's, you know, currently thriving, I feel like. Um, But she knows that, you know, she knows that I pull away. So it's not like it's a big secret. Like it's not like she doesn't know. And so the other day she called me out on it. She was like, don't do that. She said, if you're going through something, you can talk to me about it. Okay. Like I'm here and I'm like, I know, but I just don't want to, (laughs) I don't want to like bring you down. And she said, it's not, it's not going to bring me down. Like I want to be here for you. And so I think that's important as well. Like don't pull away from your friends and the people that you care about and Mm -hmm. the people that care about you. Um, because that's what they're there for. Yeah. You know, they're supposed to be there. It's kind of like, you know, when you get married, like for better or for worse. Yeah. And they should be there Mm -hmm. during the storms just as much as they are when the sun is shining. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I've actually talked to someone about this before and they were expressing guilt Mm -hmm. over opening up to people about the things that they're going through. And when they're going through tough times, like putting that burden on other people. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like... I know that that's, it's hard. You know, Mm -hmm. we all feel guilt when we utilize our support system, Mm -hmm. but wouldn't you do the same thing for them? Like if someone came to you and said, Hey, like, I'm really going through this. Like I need to talk. You would hold space, space for them and you would be there for them and you would, you know, do whatever you needed to do to support them. Mm -hmm. And so on those same lines, like recognizing that you would do it for them. So there's no need to feel guilt for utilizing your support system because as long as you would hold that same space for them if they needed it, like, mm-hmm. I think you're you're okay, you yeah, know? absolutely. That's good advice. I love that. Okay, guys. That was ex- that was a good episode. I didn't I expect so it to get super deep like that, but... It happens. It happens. And I just think that, like Courtney said, we want to, like, normalize this and... You know, you're not alone. I know a lot of our listeners have been through similar situations yeah. and friend breakups, and we've talked to them about it in the past. Yeah. Um, so I know that it's super relatable and something that people need to hear. And so I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. Courtney and I, we've got plans. Yeah, we've we got do. big plans for the end of the year. Like we are almost. Yes, this week is November. Ugh. 
What we have heck? two months left. What the heck happened to October? I feel like I didn't do anything fun for I festive ha- Halloween. I didn't. I feel kind of sad about it, but it's okay. I do too, but it's okay. It's just. But it's no, just another... November is almost here, guys. Tomorrow, if you're yes. listening to this on Monday, yes. And we've pretty much planned the remainder of the episodes for the year. Yes, which will conclude what I guess we're going to call season one of Bloom, Bloom Podcast, Podcast, which is crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we do have plans. Uh, want to go ahead and give y'all a little update on this. We do have plans to take a little bit, a little tiny break at the end of the year. Yeah. For the holidays, um, for the just holidays. to rest, recoup, mm-hmm. spend time with family. I think we've got all of the episodes and planned friends. except for like two yeah. for the rest of the year. So super exciting stuff coming your way. Definitely reach out to us if you have anything specific you want to hear mm-hmm. before the end of the year. Yeah, because we do have some space there. We do have we a can little, also... couple little spaces that we can squeeze something in. Yeah. Um, but we're super excited about it. And I feel like sometimes we just need these little breaks to get like really motivated and yeah. like inspired. Even like this week like this past week having a break I feel like motivated me and like Mm -hmm. I felt really inspired coming into this week that's why like Carrie and I we always talk about what we're going to talk about and sometimes we do a good job of planning but like the past few weeks we haven't Mm -hmm. and that affects our motivation because then we're like oh no and so coming into this week like I asked Carrie, I think what she wanted to talk about, already knowing that this is what I wanted to talk yes. about. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Carrie's wanted to talk about too. And so it would just kind of fit. And yeah. it was like, yeah, I've like mentioned it in the past, but I just feel like it was never really the right timing. I feel like at least for Courtney, mm-hmm. like she's like, we're good about bouncing ideas off of each other. And like, we want it to make sense. We've always said that we say that over and over and again, but this time I really felt like I, I don't know why Courtney had this on her mind, but yeah, she just, it just like popped up and she's been thinking about it a lot. So I think it was perfect timing and really, honestly, I think this will help many people. I think so but, too. But um, yeah, we're super excited for the end yes. of the year. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween and happy November. Mm-hmm. I hope y'all are all looking forward to the holiday season. I know it can be a really tough time for a lot of you. So know that if this is a tough time for you, we're thinking about all of you. And I know mm-hmm. that this time of year brings challenges for everyone right so really take our advice in this episode and utilize your support system over the next few weeks and next couple of months because I know it can be a really hard time for a lot of people even though it brings joy and you know fun it's not like that it's not always it's not yeah it's not always like that so and if you're struggling know that our thoughts and prayers are with you and utilize your support system reach out if you need something and Mm -hmm. You know, you can reach out to us if you yeah, want to talk. Feel free. We're we're here. We're available. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Thank you for um for giving us for being our, absent. Yeah, and our break. You. Um. I I'm not gonna ask for forgiveness. I just hope that y'all forgive us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back again next week. Yes. And we're super excited about it. And I think that's all we have to talk about. I think so. Okay. So I hope you guys have a good week, and we will see you guys next time. Next time. Okay. All right. Bye, Bye guys. guys.